What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another edition of the Fanboys Anonymous Fan Tracks Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Mango, and joining me as another host for this is Robert DeFelice. Hey, Tony, we're we're doing another fan track, round two. Round 24, technically. This is the 24th fan, tra- uh, fan tracks. Oh, this is round two for you and me and Patreon, man. Yeah, that's true. Now, Patreon, if you're wondering what that's all about... Here's a little breakdown of what's going on here. If you didn't check out the last fan tracks that we had done, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then you're completely unaware. If you did, then this is just kind of repeating the same sort of thing. But on Patreon, we have a special request tier. It's called Pick Your Poison. And if you donate to that tier, it's kind of a direct sponsorship platform. That tier gets you the chance to request something that you actually want, whether it's a group meeting roundtable podcast, a fanboys fix it article, a fan cast, anything that's like a segment on the website other than, I mean, you, you got to do something within reason. It can't be like, I request that you do a four year long tournament of whatever. And they're like, oh, come on, that's a little ridiculous. But like any kind of within reason type of thing, that's up to you. You get to pick. That's the whole pick your poison thing. So with this in mind, Guest five has donated again. He wants to kind of keep the raw ro- the ball rolling. We did the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. So this time around, Guest Five requested a fan tracks for Batman Mask of the Phantasm. The movie came out December twenty fifth, nineteen ninety three. And what we're going to be doing here is the same thing that we normally do for any of the fan tracks and what we do for the fan outs table on Smart Out Moment, which is that we're going to be watching the movie together. We are going to be giving you the chance to sync up your stream or your DVD or whatever it is that you're going to watch this on. And I'll do a countdown of three, two, one, play. And that way you'll be able to know when to hit the play button and you'll be able to listen along with us. And we can talk about our thoughts on the movie, talk about our reflections back on Batman. Cause this is, you know, when we were kids and everything. So keeping all that in mind, obviously we did not work on the movie, so we can't give you any kind of like, special behind the scenes details other than the stuff that we've been aware of from just being fans but hey that's why it's called fan tracks it's not like director tracks or something like that so you should know by now we've done 24 of these we've done a bunch of the fan announce tables we're gonna crack some jokes we're gonna talk about whatever we want to talk about and again i will give you a three two one play and what that's gonna start with is the warner brothers logo with bugs bunny and it'll just be like the bum, 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 kind of thing. No FBI warnings, no menu screen, any of that kind of stuff. So you should be zeroed out and you should get yourself ready because we're going to start in three, two, one, play. So the first thing I want to mention here, this isn't even necessarily 100% related to Batman Mask of the Phantasm, but... Uh, I, as a kid, now, 1993, this comes out, December 25th, I'm six years old, it's around that uh, range, I don't know, math, uh, <laughs> and to me, what's great about this is any of this Warner Brothers type stuff instantly makes me think of Batman, the Tim Burton movie, because that movie started off with the whole, you can order from the catalog type of thing. So Warner Brothers popping up knowing I want to watch a Batman movie. Instantly, I'm just kind of like, oh, man, I want some popcorn. I want to be a little kid again. I want to make sure that I don't make the same mistakes. <laughs> yes. I I was uh, four months. So uh can't say I have 
vivid memories of watching this when it came out. But I've seen this many times since because Batman is my favorite superhero. And this in particular is my favorite telling of Batman. And just, just he is at his best here as a character. Batman the Animated Series is 100% known for being this, like, uh, monumental change in the way that, like, superheroes were presented and everything. Is this and the X-Men Animated Series and Spider-Man Animated Series, they were just, like, in a league of their own in a lot of different ways. When you go back and you watch the X-Men one and the Spider-Man one, they don't hold up as well, but the Batman one totally does. Bruce Timm and Paul Dini and the people that worked on this. And if you are unfamiliar with Batman mask of the phantasm, this is in the continuity of the animated series, which carries on from the new Batman adventures, the Batman and Robin series, the Superman series, Batman beyond justice league, justice league unlimited. It's all in the same universe and they just kill it all the time. They redo characters. They make them better. They introduced Harley Quinn they literally made Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Heart of Ice, a fantastic episode. Now, I will say, despite the fact that Kevin Conroy is my Batman, in my mind, he's the voice that I imagine anytime that somebody brings up the character and stuff, this design is not what I picture Batman to look like. What do you picture Batman to look like? More so what they've got going on in the comics now. Like, uh, dark gray outfit little bit of like some gold yellow highlights here and there on like the belt and such but mostly like the black bat symbol no blue blue doesn't make any sense to me you don't like blue blue blue's very adam west yeah and he's gotta be like wearing something that looks like armor not uh not just like spandex i go with the um the arkham suit with Conroy's voice, which is yeah, also an Arkham. Now, Phantasm here is a character that is kind of an amalgamation of a bunch of different characters. Reaper is one of the main ones. And I've never read the story with Reaper, but they kind of took like a little bit of the inspiration of like four different characters. And then they were like, let's just make our own sort of thing. And let's make it not quite as dark because it still is a kid's thing. But, this is actually one of the darker types of storylines that they got going on. Oh yeah, this is this is going to get very dark. And it's also it serves as a bit of an origin story for the animated series. Yeah. Cuz I don't think they had covered Bruce's origins. Not in too much detail at the very least. This was the type of thing where they're really backtracking and doing what a movie should do, which is, you know, you set the foundation for a lot of things and uh I mean, look at that right there. There's blood on them. They typically didn't have that on the show. Uh, But at least they had real bullets in the show and not like the laser guns or the Marvel (laughs) ones. You know, I didn't notice as a kid, but if you go back and you watch Spider-Man, he throws one punch in the entire series. In the entire show. They they had an issue where he wasn't allowed to punch people. So the only time he punches anybody is when he punches the spot. I really wish it was Shocker. That'd be great. Well, maybe he gives him the Shocker instead. (laughs) Shocker! I'll fight you to the edge of the earth! (laughs) As bad as the acting is on that, like, 
Andrea mm. Romano, who voice casted all the people yes. in this whole thing. I mean, when I think of Alfred, I, I've got the Alfred voice. When I think of Commissioner Gordon, I got this Bob Hastings. And I think of this look, too. This is the perfect Jim Gordon. Yeah, this is Jim Gordon for me. And Bullock, too. Did you ever watch the show Person of Interest? I did not. It's very much, let's do Batman without Batman. And there's a character on the show. I mean, it's kind of like there, there's a character that sort of acts like Alfred and another character that sort of acts like uh, Lucius and like that kind of thing. But they're all kind of like tweaked to fit a different perspective. But there's a guy on there that is a cop who is like a corrupt cop and he's short and he's like kind of bulky and he's real like Italian, like real New Yorkish and all that. And I was just like, that guy would be such a good Bullock based off of like this animated series and that like they match up really well. If anybody's interested, person of interest, great fucking show. When was it on the air? Oh, let's see. It went out. I think, um, I think the, the series finale might've been like three years ago or so. So about like seven years ago, maybe it's when it started. And I love uh, Kevin Conroy's Bruce Wayne. Whenever he talks, it's all just like, well, I'm a complete idiot, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he really comes off like a pompous son of a bitch, doesn't he? Yeah, which is good, because that's like, that's what Bruce should be. That's He's putting on an act, you know? And we get to see a little bit of that here. You could spot fucking Selena right there. <laughs> you subscribe to the theory that Bruce is the mask and Batman is the real... I subscribe to the three-point prong. Where like there's Bruce, Batman, and Bruce Wayne. There's uh, there's Bruce Wayne, Playboy, there's Batman, and there's Little Kid Bruce. Where, like, <laughs> right now we've we've got Playboy Bruce Wayne, the complete dolt kind of type. Of course, sometimes it's like Bruce Wayne just becomes, like, you know, founder of all these things, and everybody forgets that he's supposed to be an idiot and all that. But um, I think that Batman's an act, too. I think you get Bruce in the cave, and that's little boy Bruce. That chick's that chick's eyes and the dark blue dress are really bugging me out. Yeah, it's pretty racist. What the background? What the the uh, the redhead? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, credit to them to make sure that not everybody was thin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how did you let Andrea go? Hmm? She's blonde now. Now, Andrea Beaumont, not a she, character in the comics. She They changed her. She's blonde and had a pink dress on. <laughs> well, I want to figure out what that workout routine is then. <laughs> now, what's your Batman start? Do you do the whole thing where you'd rather him see the bat and be like, I'll take inspiration from that and I will become a bat? Or, you know, like, what do you think? I I like that because it's it's very weird to me that this guy who saw his parents get murdered didn't just want to become a cop. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to dress up like a bat. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed that symbolism of, oh, I see a bat and I... Felt fear, and I'm going to do the same to criminals. 
Bruce, look around, pal. Yeah. Figure out the uh, the tone. And you, don't the com- you don't hit on someone on a fucking cemetery. <laughs> See, he's a moron sometimes. <laughs> Although he looks exactly like Clark Kent in yeah, the animated true. series. That sharp uh, hair angle going on right now. Yeah. Dana Delaney, by the way, voice does uh, Andrea Beaumont. She is the voice of Lois Lane. Very lazy casting. She's fantastic as Lois. Like, that's my Lois as well, too. Yeah, I also... Superman, for me, is all animated series. Everything DC for me is animated. Not all of them for me. It kind of depends on the character, but like... Like, this is my Riddler. This is my Joker. Well, the Arkham games, that's my Joker. Because you got to get a little darker with that. But Arkham was amazing. So how old is he supposed to be around this point? 20? He's got to be in his 20. I mean, they didn't follow the same structure. Where it's not like... Uh, uh, my preference for Batman is when he's around... 18 that's when he leaves he trains for a couple of years comes back in his like mid-20s but yeah this is the same series where he's training with magicians and stuff like that so it's yeah yeah he's got some ninja training in there too big hat but this is Uh, very like batman year one they reference this in batman begins I would like to see a new shot at the animated series, like a new, fresh take on an animated Batman. As long as they did it seriously, instead of the whole, like, Brave and and Beat. Yeah, because that one was just like, let's be goofy and, you know. But true to form, it had the blue Batman. Blue Batman is goofy. Right. Proto Batarang. Not a bat. Just a circular orang. <laughs> gonna fucking round orang. There you go. Oh, if only we knew what we know about CTE with all those white flashes and the punches. <laughs> Even just something as simple as that, you compare that shotgun situation right there to the stuff in the Spider-Man animated series, which again, I loved as a kid. And their lasers, like, that was all just like, you know, you're, you're shooting a laser and like a crumble of a wall fall behind you and knock you out very slowly and whatever. This is like, no, robbing, uh, this whole, whatever this place is equals, yeah, let's just shoot the fucking guy. Let's just get a shotgun and just be like, blam, you know, fucking lazy ass cops, young Bullock. Yeah, I do love so how uh, Gotham, he, like, how many people are criminals in Gotham? If each fight that Batman gets into has roughly six to 12 people that he beats up on every week, you know, it's kind of like, like half the town corrupt. <laughs> I like how, 
I get a very like roaring twenties vibe from this Gotham. It's definitely a mix. You got that like old school feel <laughs> the fucking mallet. By the way, everybody, uh, I have not watched this movie in years, so I don't remember like the specific details about it. That's all I'm going to reference and things like that. Um, I did see it in theaters, though. I know they're going to fight for their lives here, but I think a hammer is going too far. We should stop this thing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I, I get the feeling that they really stuck this mixture of some old school types of stuff with a lot of modern architecture and a lot of futuristic stuff which is cool because then that gives you like you don't know that gotham is in a certain time frame the animation for this is definitely dated at this point because it i mean it's 1993 but i still yeah i mean like if you were to just say that that's the style of how they wanted to do it you'd be like okay yeah this this could be set at any time frame except the fact that they don't have cell phones I have always like anytime I watch Batman, I'm like, yeah, martial arts would be a cool thing to try. And then you're like, yeah, maybe not today. <laughs> Trip over some loose, loose cash. Bruce no. is such a sassy asshole. Like, yeah. My kind of ranking to a certain extent for Batman, like love interests in my mind, Catwoman is number one. Talia is number two, but Talia should be like a doomed thing. It should never work out. And then all the other ones like Vesper Fairchild and Silver St. Cloud and Julie Madison, Vicky Vale. They're all like, nah, they're flings. He doesn't have anything real with any of them. Selene is the real one. You couldn't do this if you think about the fact that, like, they're going to get it on because he kind of leg-tripped her and then forced <laughs> her to the ground. <laughs> like, it's one of those weird, couldn't do that today. Also, the idea that Alfred's like, all right, I'll just let you fuck on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably just happy that he's fucking, you know, like, he's not worried about the death of his parents for a moment. Oh, thank God. Master Bruce is with uh, this Andrea woman. I thought that he and Tommy Elliot were just going to do something. What kind of tool is that? Oh, it's a wreath. Okay. <laughs> that explains that thing. I thought this dude's holding some kind of a tool, and I'm like, I've never seen that thing in my life. What kind of fancy weapon is that? That's a Rosa McGig. <laughs> I love those Rosa McGigs. Correction, it's a bat Rosa McGee because everything's going to be a bat something. For the fact that there's so many different people in Gotham that are murderers and all that, that cemetery's pretty empty. A dick. Mm-hmm. They're all sleeping with the fishes, Tony. Fat ass. <laughs> fat ass. Yeah, because <laughs> it was. <laughs> I don't know the guy's name. Oh, Buzz Bronski. 
Buzz Bronski. Now that's a name. Yeah. Bronski, I told you to lose weight, or you'd be here in no time with a heart attack. <laughs> cool voice for the Phantasm, too. I don't know if Phantasm's ever been made in the comics, like an official version in there. Should though, it's a hell of a design. It's a good look for a villain. When you were watching this the first time, did you, and a spoiler for people who don't know the movie, did you think that it was going to turn out to be the way that it turns out with uh, Phantasm? Um, no, at first I thought it was one douchebag character that we see. That we've already seen. Arthur Reeves? Yeah. Yeah. So they did a good job with that, because it's like, they set you up with this idea that, you know, hey, we're meeting somebody new for the first time, and how often do movies tend to do that? And it's like, oh, look at that. It t- like, you know, you watch like an episode of Law and & Order, and it's like, turns out that the big star is the killer at the end. <laughs> You're six feet under, Bronski. I told you not to eat those corn dogs. <laughs> Me being like a six-year-old watching this, being like in the theater, just being like, you know, go get him, Batman, like that kind of thing. Fucking kill him. <laughs> Beat up the phantasm. Isn't that a hell of a way to go. I like the oh sound effects so important. Did you hear that splat? <laughs> oh, I like that reaction too. Oh man! <laughs> the stinking bat. It is one of those things where I wish that Bruce Tim could have had like a rated R. Uh, flexibility because imagine him doing this and him being like it's a fucking Batman you know liver spots (laughs) this guy just saw his whole life flash for his his well here's a tip put on your fucking oxygen if you need oxygen (laughs) yeah yeah you the know, fuck, you got man. a tank right there. <laughs> One of my favorite things from the Batman animated series, I don't remember the name of the episode, but it's uh kind of like um like a compilation episode. And there's a part in it where it's like New Year's Eve and Batman meets up with Gordon at this coffee shop and they're like you know, kind of toasting the idea that they lived another year and they have their coffee and uh, Gordon says, oh, I'll just take one of your famous cheesesteaks to go. And then he turns around and there's uh, money on the table and Batman's gone. And he's like, one of these years I'm going to pay. And I really love that moment because it's like, that's so cool that they have like at the end of the year, we're going to toast to the idea of like, well, we didn't die. Let's do it again. And that, and that he just keeps like you know paying the bill every time because he's, like, oh, he's fucking rich. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure he's fine with picking up two cups of coffee. 
But we talked about this before, where it's like, Bruce, you know, Gordon knows. Yeah. Gordon doesn't want him to take off his mask, because then I have to take you in. Then that's when he goes, sorry, I think I heard my name. (laughs) (laughs) You you fucking know. You knew. You bitch. Like... (laughs) Now, what a smart character to be like, oh, that must be Bruce then. When like other people will be like, hey, I don't see Bruce Wayne and Batman at the same uh, thing at the same time. You conveniently dash off every time Batman comes around. You must How know you Batman. <laughs> How big Bruce Wayne's dick is. How do you feel about that, buddy? <laughs> Stalking. Look at that. It's a little, uh, <laughs> it's a little creepy. Is <laughs> there with the fucking binoculars? <laughs> Arthur's like, well, it's a beautiful night out. Hey, you see Batman? <laughs> I think he's looking at us. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Batman. He's got binoculars. What the fuck is he doing? Hide. Let's wave to Batman. Hey, Batman. <laughs> Hi, Ben. Oh, Batman, not Hyde, man. <laughs> this is kind of a creepy stalker, jealous ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Here's, like, typical World's Fair type thing. Oh, that's a fucking uh, pod racer engine. <laughs> See, from, from the back right now... If I didn't know what I was watching, I'd say, oh, Superman. I thought you were going to say from the back right now, if you didn't know what you were watching, you would say, Batman's got no ass. (laughs) Well, he doesn't. (laughs) I don't think that they developed an ass for the character until George Clooney played the character. Well, we're talking about a design, too. I'll I'll praise so much about the Bruce Timm verse. But one thing is that they did not get character designs all that well. The proportions of everybody, they have like a an upside down triangle for a body. And it's like, you've got these little tiny stick legs. They can't possibly hold up a torso that big, you know? Well, they can when you're bat-powered. See, look at how logical all of this is. Bruce gets distracted by the car, which is clearly going to become... The Batmobile. Right. It's a condensed version of how to get through a lot of those things. But Because you're not going to, like, uh, yeah, you're not going to bring in, like, hey, kids, here's the story of Harold Allnut. <laughs> Be like, yeah. <laughs> Alfred's no cell. <laughs> Alfred, Alfred's just like, one of these days, my balls won't be blue. Alfred's such a good character. God damn, I love Alfred as a character. Because it's like, he's like the dad that he doesn't have, but he's also kind of stern sometimes. And I really like when they make Alfred somebody who's like ex-military. That's cool. He's like really warm, and at the same time, not just a complete pushover character. So good. 
guy looks very uh like if DC just took uh, JJ. It was like, all right, we're gonna kind of make him our own. Bruce, you're practically like family. Now give me pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> give me pictures of my daughter on a date with Arthur Reeves. <laughs> They always like to draw, like, meeting rooms and conference rooms and stuff uh, in this series. Everybody's office is fucking huge. They've got these windows that are the size of, like, three entire stories. It takes you, like, a minute and a half to walk from the front door to the desk, you know? I like how uh, Bruce is a sensitive man who has his legs crossed as he's sitting in the chair meeting. His girlfriend's father still has his legs crossed as this gangster walks in. Salvatore Velestra. Oh. Oh, what a cunt. Like, he just (laughs) blowing smoke in Bruce Wayne's face. Well, when you're old Sally Velestra, there's Joker. (laughs) Uh... You're Sal Valestra, and you're voiced by Abe Vigoda. You can do you what you know want. You, you don't know that that was the Joker. That's ah, very much. The he Joker. doesn't have a white face. <laughs> Just because he's got a weird triangular shaped face. <laughs> <laughs> that design right there, very, very reminiscent, or well, not reminiscent because it predates it. But if you look at the that thug that just popped up, he's totally what they copied for Metallo. Look at I like how it is very old timey because he they do kind of just have him assert dominance over the woman at sometimes, you know, like he just shook her. What are you expect me to do? Just stand here? I have to do the right thing. Thankfully it's enough removed from the time frame where he would have been like, Now Andrea, it's not your place to speak, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So they they knew balance. They knew not to make this the 1960s, but it might be the 80s with 1920s aesthetic. <laughs> All right, I have to admit this is fucking cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Come on, you're gonna tell me that was a fucking cool 1993? Look at how slow mo this fucking bike still is going. Like, look at this. This is fucking groundbreaking in '93. Can the Ninja Turtles do that? What, get their ass kicked? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Bruce. A bat to the gut. Was that when you got the inspiration? (laughs) That would be funny if it's like, I will be a Batman, (laughs) and he just starts carrying a bat. (laughs) It's fucking Casey Jones. See, see, he's very like. No, I'm the man here. I like how he draws. He draws the right side of the cape, and then he's like, "No, the whole thing's wrong." And it's like you didn't see that before you got to that part. All he needed to do was add the fucking ears. Yeah, I mean, you gotta take this, and you gotta ham it up a little bit for kids, and you can't be as serious as what you could be, you know, but 
still, they do a damn good job of boiling it down to what it needs to be and telling a good story. This is one of the best origin stories ever. Like, they're clearly logically explaining why he's afraid of commitment, why he drives a freaking Batmobile, why he's going to be Batman. And this whole scene's really good, too. There's a lot of guilt with the Batman story. Listen to that. Listen to that, like, genuine... I'm gonna... It's gonna break my heart to let you down, but... Don't you understand that this doesn't hurt me as much? I've grown up. Yeah, I mean, I love that line. I didn't count on being happy. Like, that's such a Batman line. And that's a really adult thing to put in a kid's thing, too. Like, I mean, as a kid watching this, I understood it. But the older you get, the more you really do kind of unpack a lot where you're like, that's deep. It's dark. It's like. Now we go back to stalker Batman. As a kid, you're just like, oh, yeah, Batman's trying to say, like, he wants to, you know, avenge his parents. Okay, fine. And then you realize, like, once you get to, like, a teenager, then you get to, like, your 20s, you get to now, like, I'm 30s. I'm like, man, like, that's rough to be saying I didn't count on being happy and dedicating my entire life to just feeling this guilt. And I feel like if I am happy that it's wrong, it's like, yeah, that sucks. That's when you pop up and you go, sucks, bro. (laughs) Amazing. But so many things don't even tell that story properly. Even the the Nolan movies don't tell the story that point A to point B logically. Mostly because they screwed up in the third. Yeah. (laughs) Liver spots and all that. Yeah, now you're using your fucking oxygen. <laughs> is there like a point in having fencing what are they fencing wands fencing swords what are they called I think they're swords oh, fencing sticks yeah pointy McGee's well, I think they're Alfred. He's, he's, he does a British thing. Is fencing a British thing? It is funny, though, that, like, 1993, they couldn't figure out how to get the back computer to look, like, futuristic, so their idea is to just have, like, a bunch of green text pop up, and it's like... Yeah, it's like a calculator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, you could do more on a fucking TI-83 calculator than you can on the back computer from 1993. <laughs> Oh, we got to talk about the music too. That right then, that bum 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 bum, great theme. Bum bum So good. Who, who do I have to write to to get an animated DC movie into theaters? Because they've been knocking them out of the park always. I want another one in theaters. Is this where they show uh, 
the Joker's in the photograph? Or do they wait? I think they must wait. Yeah, they wait. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know why you keep seeing the Joker. You have an obsession with psychopathic clowns. Well, maybe. Life's a joke. He's very handsy. Right? <laughs> like, I keep... What a great way to to propose. Should I do this with Caroline? Be like, here, I'm not good at this. Here's a fucking ring. <laughs> I, I don't think you should do it because you've just said it on the podcast <laughs> and Caroline will listen. Nah, she knows she's going to get something where she'll end up uh, fainting or something. <laughs> I honestly, I think she, you guys are so connected. You could give her a paper bag as a ring and she would faint. Yeah, maybe. At the very least, I, I don't plan on bats coming around <laughs> doing all this shit. Well, see, that's the mistake, Tony. <laughs> if that <laughs> happens, I'll be like, uh, sweetie, I think I need to be Batman. <laughs> she seems Sorry. like she could fit a Catwoman outfit. There's a picture of me dressed up as Batman and her dressed up as Catwoman from uh, two Halloweens ago. She see? pulls off a very hot Catwoman. Look at that fountain. It's very odd. It's just like a straight waterfall. Hmm. He's like, hey, I know you from the future. <laughs> Who's got that nose? That I mean, pointy, obviously pointy it's, nose. It's got to be lockup. <laughs> That's Clayface, right? <laughs> Prior to the accident. <laughs> It's like, dear Bruce, that was a shit proposal. <laughs> Bruce. What about if everybody read things like that? <laughs> right? Every, bullet, like... Bullet points. Bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> you read the entire thing immediately <laughs> and just spoke the couple bullet points. Somebody goes like, what's your breakdown of Batman Mask of the Phantasm? Bruce Wayne? Andrea Beaumont? Phantasm? Joker? Movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe. And you all should be subscribed to the YouTube channel. Here's a moment that it should be not funny. But it's <laughs> this idea that, my God, you put on a mask. That's it. Like, he's not. No. Like, come on. That's not it's how it works. It's the white eyes, I think. Oh, look at the pointy headed guy again. Who is that? Go ham. Go ham, indeed. That's a good uh, philosophy. When in doubt, go, go ham. Go turkey, too, but turkey is delicious. Pull an Arby's. Mix all the meats together. That meat mountain, it's fucking good. What was that? Was he vaping? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no wonder he's sick, then. 
<laughs> vaping is. <laughs> <laughs> God, those aren't good for his little lungs. <laughs> Holy shit! It's lungs and times four. So another thing you you uh, have an overabundance of in Gotham. You've got criminals all over the place, an exorbitant amount of blimps, and you never are short of and some kind of an abandoned amusement park or World's Fair or Carnival, something like that. What's your Joker origin? Like, what's your what's your go to? You like the Killing Joke one? I kind of like a little mix. I think Joker needs to fall into the acid. But I don't buy that he needs to be a former gangster or that he needs to have worked with the Red Hood gang or any of that. But I do I do think he needs to fall into the acid. Can you imagine just like letting it corrode you from the inside out and somehow you're just a jolly old murderer? You haven't seen... Uh the joker that just came out have you no, or did you i haven't i want to it's a pretty good origin still getting oh. very mixed reviews yeah people can't take anything anymore now if they tried to do this oh cute little dog look at its tail yeah oh you kicked the dog oh boo Boo, I say. Literal can... kick the dog moment. I mean, that's that's how it works. It's You can mass murder humans, man, but you kick a dog. You're scum. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking scum, Joker. Even a robot dog has feelings. <laughs> he saves it. What the fuck? Boy, that was convenient. <laughs> Hamill's so good. <laughs> this isn't a joke. You're talking to a guy who calls himself Joker. Everything's a joke. I love their relationship. Relationship because of all the relationships that Bruce Wayne has had, that Batman has, his strongest connection is the one he has with the Joker. They know they need each other, they're yin and yang. <laughs> oh shit, he did not like that. <laughs> Credit where it's due, man. These robots are still working. Yeah. Like, whatever power source they got uh, hooked up to, still going strong after, at the very least, five, ten years. Something like that. Bruce, you were in her apartment. Artie's just kind of like, come on. You can come out now, you're fucking weird. (laughs) 
Oh, actually letting characters drink, too. It's not like she's just making orange juice. Yeah. Yeah, F you, Bruce. Bruce. Bold enough to grab her arm, but not bold enough to, you know, stay there after she just says the words get out. <laughs> yeah, that'll stop him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what drink I would drink that's purple. Yeah, like I'm not like that's that's an odd color for a drink. It's like a flaming mo color. It's flaming. It would have been the right time too. That cough medicine. Now you're phantasm. You're always surrounded by all this uh, smoke. You're like, let me pick up a salvalestrous oxygen thing. We're gonna need that after a while. We want smoke. <laughs> Got him. Oh. Oh. Oh, dear. I love the whole Joker toxin. The idea that you laugh and you get paralyzed with your smile and you die. And you just, your last uh, couple of seconds of being alive or hysterically laughing and being in a total panic. That's so fucking cool. It's a beautiful, evil way to kill somebody. Little overkill, Batman, for fuck's sake. You got your goddamn jet. You're going to hunt this thing down. Like He's not fucking around. He's This is broken heart, Bruce. How fast the phantasms are running. So let's smoke. That what you want to bet somebody goes, hey, it's Batman. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that ain't working. They got a lot of uh, maneuverability for these helicopters. They literally are just like, yeah, we're going left. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It's the world of tomorrow. Today. Oh, shit. Boy, you don't usually see Batman just fall on the ground like that. police with the van that's like that don't think i've ever seen a police van in my life that's orange well have you ever been to gotham 
Not that I'm aware of. Maybe that's why. Uh, well, technically, uh, there is a Gotham supposed to be a nickname for New York. So, I think I went to the Gotham Comedy Club. So I've been to Gotham. I didn't die laughing though. <laughs> yeah, but you did teach them about the wonders of LinkedIn. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't know, my one weakness, explosions. Oh, man, I had the same weakness. Do you have weaknesses of explosions, too? To be fair, I haven't tested it, so I don't know. I mean, like, I wouldn't advise that you do. That's the thing is, uh, as far as I'm aware, I'm immortal, because I haven't died yet. But if I'm proven wrong, well, then I get proven wrong in the worst possible way. I'm a fan of this grappling hook too. Like the, it looks like a claw when it comes out. Didn't make a whole lot of sense to me with the Batman Begins type version. <laughs> Damn, Bruce is getting fucked up in this movie. They're probably like. Okay, we can go a little darker on this. Let's actually have like a little bit of blood. Let's actually make Batman look like he's struggling. Like, let's milk this for what it's worth. Imagine she gets pulled over for like a traffic violation. Bruce so dressed up as Batman. Hey, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne. Why, why are you dressed up as Batman? <laughs> why are you in Batman pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna let you guys fuck right here. It's like oh, I know that look. I'll go prepare the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the morning dew. Yeah, allowing the show character smoking, too. Couldn't do that now. Well, you could. Yeah, you can't do anything now. No, you could do it now, but I, you gotta know that it's not good for your little lungs. Rape. Yeah, I don't think they're going that far. <laughs> <laughs> That would be real dark for a little kids movie. They're just like, one of the characters is like, well, I'm going to have my way well, with your daughter. Well, don't they actually like, rape somebody? In this movie? Not in this movie, but like in one of the ones. Maybe one of the, them doing it. Maybe one of the later ones, like one of the Dark Knight Returns or Killing Joke. Yeah, Dana Delaney, much better as Lois than Andrea. She had a little yeah, bit Yeah, but more. this is the one-off role. Yeah. No, it's just the one that got her that, essentially. That's true. Because this, uh, the Batman 
thing Myth. precedes Superman the animated series, so That's what a proposal is. Bitch, go on your own. Let your daughter be happy. How about that? How about she'll be an old man who just wants to keep his daughter around? (laughs) Setting it up. No, you're lame too, because you should have told Bruce the truth. Lying doesn't solve anything, people. Got a feeling that that headband, probably not helping all that much with these concussions that he's dealing with. Yeah, but he's looking like a, looking like a real karate kid there. <laughs> She's like, oh, Bruce, typical grabbing me. <laughs> yeah, how many times is she going to get grabbed in this movie? I'm assuming at least another three. <laughs> Fucking Alfred, every single goddamn time. Why are you bringing drinks in, Alfred? <laughs> he specifically left to give them privacy. And then it's like, oh, I'm just going to come in a couple minutes later, maybe see something interesting and... kids movie where you can't show that they were having sex oh, so you just on. have hold a transition on. the sex is so magical that Bruce is completely healed <laughs> oh totally <laughs> that uh, cup and saucer dangerously on the edge of that thing <laughs> dangerously but again yeah they're rich they can lose it yeah But will you, Bruce? I'm glad. You have a bad habit of not being. <laughs> no, Alfred, one might not ask. <laughs> now, it is weird, though, that they introduce Dick Grayson at at some point, I don't remember when the Batman and Robin adventures comes into play, but at that point, they established that he had been Robin for years. No, he's in the first episode, Dick. Not of the animated series. Isn't the first episode Christmas with the Joker? I don't think that uh, that Robin's in there. Yeah, he is. Because he's the whole time, he's just trying to get Bruce to watch um, It's a Wonderful Life. Let's see that. I'm gonna look this up because if that's the case, then that's weird that they like jumped around. Yeah, they completely jump around. Because by the time we get to the adventures of Batman and Robin, the Robin is Tim. No, on leather wings. That's the first episode. That's the pilot pilot, right? Yeah. Then uh, Christmas with the Joker is the first. Yeah, you're right. He challenges Batman and Robin to whatever. Yeah. Okay.
You think Joker takes baths? I mean, he took a bath in a vat of acid once. I mean, outside of the acid, do you think you think he smells? Is what I'm asking. You know, I've thought about this about the Joker that like a lot of things. Like, what would his downtime be like? Because you only see these kind of things. You don't see like what does a Joker like to eat, or I mean, he's got his relationship with Harley Quinn. Like, they can't just be planning this kind of stuff all the time. They got to have like arguments and squabbles about like, did you pick up the fucking milk? <laughs> like, you know, that kind of thing. I'm sure they have fun. We know that he revs up his Harley. Sometimes. And those times he's mad that he can't kill the bat, so he just yeah, wipes her away. Backhands her, and that's about <laughs> it. And shows that he's a fucking terrible human being. Again, reiterate the point. All those people that are out there going, oh, I want a relationship like uh, Joker and Harley. No, you don't. No, you, you don't. It's one thing to say that you want it, which you shouldn't. If you've had some toxic relationships, hey, we all have. Mm-hmm. You've been in some toxic situations, right? Yep. <laughs> Thankfully not as bad as, uh, you know, the, the murderous clown people and stuff, but... Hung up. You got That's hung up, did you? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Who exactly hung you up and from where? <laughs> I got fucked up. I mean, hung up. <laughs> Ugh. What, what, what's happening here? Mgi vehicles only. <laughs> That's so horrifying. I love it. Like you've never seen this before. Or is this right. the it, you're the living in Gotham, here? like. Joke like, is a thing. And you, you, wait, hold on. You couldn't do this for so many other people? <laughs> then, like, a little bit later on, he's watching TV. He actually finds something kind of funny, and they're like, fuck it, we gotta give him more. And he's like, no, I actually just thought it was funny, huh? Like, <laughs> Puts on an SNL special and he's just like, <laughs> and they're like, we gotta hit him with more. I love it. We haven't seen this in a live action movie yet. I got or- a feeling if we, like we actually got somebody doing the whole like crying and laughing and being terrified type thing, that that could be, like, a real cool moment. (laughs) 
I mean, it is kind of funny. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> Is he naked? Oh. Yeah, he's got short time. Iris just got pointier. I would say that'd be an interesting way to go, but I feel like that'd be very painful. Like your stomach would just explode. Yeah, I mean, if you laugh normally too much and you're like your face hurts, your stomach hurts, and you're just kind of like, oh my god, I can't breathe. And if you you know that you're dying, then that's not funny. So you're terrified and laughing at the same time. Who does the voice of her father? Let's see here. Stacy Keach. Who is Stacy Keach? That name sounds so familiar. Oh, he's been on The Simpsons before. And... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, so he's one of those guys. Joker wow, always is... has enough time to make a lot of gadgets and stuff, too. That always bothers me about supervillains. It's like, how do you have this time on your hands, but you can't rob a bank? Yeah, you must be spending a lot of money to build these things. No wonder you have to keep robbing things. And... Money is important, even when you're a criminal. That's why I do like it when it's a little bit more realistic, and it's something like, instead of the Riddler building like a whole maze for somebody to go into, and you're like, you couldn't possibly dig out this tunnel underneath Gotham and do all this. It's better when it's just sort of like, there's the ter- stereotypical two bread loaves. Um. Real quick aside about that. If you look in most movies, there's almost always like with like a bag of groceries. There's like an Italian bread, some kind of like carrots with like the stems on, like some kind of green thing, you know. You know, it's uh, unfortunate. Was he chopping up bologna? Yeah. So I guess we got that answer. Joker eats bologna. Joker probably likes it because you're getting so many one-liners. <laughs> That's true, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How did he know? Right. <laughs> doesn't she hit Joker oh, sh- or doesn't he hit somebody with the loaf of bread doesn't that happen at some point he might I'm surprised he went right to punch her face toots even that I mean like he just lopped oh. her a couple oh, times <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> See, it's a good thing she did that because Joker's a bit has the bad habit of doing bad things. 
<laughs> the fucking beaters. <laughs> you ever try to come at somebody with a egg beater? Can't say I have, but no, the baloney. It's really the baloney. That's <laughs> Jesus. That's what it was. I was talking about the bread, but yeah. Uh, I will not make a horrible joke. Somebody was like, uh, what do we have Joker use here as like a tool? I don't know. He hits him with some kind of baloney and then they took it seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is pod racing. (laughs) It does make you feel bad though when the Joker does something that only he is supposed to find funny and you're like that's pretty good (laughs) yeah i will say i'm not gonna spoil anything about the joaquin phoenix joker movie but there's plenty of uh, scenes in that movie where people were laughing really hard and i was like laughing pretty hysterically and i'm like i should not be laughing at this and then there's a couple other parts where people weren't laughing and i was laughing and i'm like i really should not be laughing (laughs) according to what i've been reading you're lucky that they let you stay in the movie theater (laughs) <laughs> I had this toy, the uh that bad cycle. Yeah. Never had a phantasm toy though. Not entirely sure why. I had a lot of the other ones. Anytime I see anybody on any kind of motorcycle in the nineties, I think of that show Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> that was an awful show. That was part of that whole like let's try to make our own Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles type thing. She got a point, though. Oh, fuck you. You could have had whatever you wanted. You were an adult. She got you there, Bruce. Aha, bitch. She outsmarted you. The world of the future. What's your take on, uh, I mean, we've said before, we both agree, Commissioner Gordon knows Bruce is Batman. You think Joker does? I don't know. Because I think if he did, just based on his own perverse pleasures, he would like to... Look at the WB! Yes! What the hell? Easter egg! Nah, I think that Joker doesn't know. I think that Joker's too swept up in his own delusions that he kind of can't fathom the idea that Batman's like a n- normal person. I mean, Batman's not normal, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It's like, to him, it's, it's almost like you can't possibly be somebody else. Like, he's Batman 24-7. Like, kind of like what Luthor uh, has had in the comics, where there's been instances where he's known that he's um, Clark Kent, but there's been other times oh where he's God. been like, yeah, fucked up right there. 
fucking uh, just out of his mouth. There's been instances where Luthor has been like, who he wouldn't be a normal person. He'd be Superman all the time because if you're a god, why would you ever pretend to be a regular person? It's a good question. I never understood that myself. More fun that way. Get to be two people. Yeah, if you bother to separate the two. No, sometimes, uh, sometimes you get lost between those. MLW. <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> A little King Kong action. Great movie. Oof. How crazy must it be, though? Like, imagine, you know, it's just commonplace for, like, comic books and TV shows and stuff like that for it to be like, oh, the Joker just fights Batman all the time and stuff like that. Imagine one instance, just once in your life, that you're fighting this psychotic clown person who says there's miles of bombs underneath here and it's all going to blow up in five minutes or whatever. If you ran into this instance one time... You'd be like, that, that's enough. <laughs> like, nah, this is crazy shit. But Bruce lives with the sickening guilt of his parents' murder. That's why sometimes the movies make sense where the villain's only a one-time shot sort of thing. Because it's like, realistically, the Joker would never be able to survive. I mean, there's too many things where his plans backfire or even just the idea of like if he were to go to trial somebody would shoot him you know if Jack Ruby couldn't live <laughs> you know I like when Batman I like when Batman actually like tries to instill fear into the Joker and it works because Joker realizes he doesn't want the game to end. Did you see uh, Dark Knight Returns? Yeah. Uh, guest 5. Do Dark Knight Returns <laughs> next because those fucking movies are sick. Parts of those movies I'm not the biggest fan of, I have to admit. I'll agree with you there. But it's one hell. Specifically the second part, specifically the Joker fight. Yeah, it's real cool. <laughs> Goodbye, my love. He goes, actually, Selena is going <laughs> You don't say goodbye, my love, when... You know the Joker's not going to die, you psycho. You're going to die. You have no powers. Yeah. Well, Joker doesn't really. He does too. He's he's corroded from the inside out. There's something not right there. Cool moment. Epic music. 
Yo, what? <laughs> Where is she taking him? When in doubt, go him. No, no. She's taking him to him. Oh, maybe this is where Bruce meets the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> he pops it down here and you just hear like, Cowabunga, dude. Cowabunga, Shredhead. Wait, you're not Shredder. Ew. Bruce, you're covered in shit. Bruce Wayne crawled through five miles of shit. <laughs> Batcave, not safe at all. Now eat your fucking dinner. Yeah, the likelihood that he's going to find that. Come on. Well, he's the only one that would know. Here's where Mr. Freeze pops up and he builds another iceberg. <laughs> Titanic 2. Rico Suave. Damn. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, realistically, like, this is a much, much more serious, darker type of thing that I'm sure anybody around my age or younger at the time when we were going into the movies, we were not expecting something that was like this serious of a take. And the parents that took the kids, they were probably like, well, goddamn, like, here I'm thinking that this is going to be the bow, pam, zoom kind of thing. Like, you know. You know what I loved about this movie? It makes no bones about the fact that nothing got resolved. Yeah, I mean, like, you know that Joker's not dead. Andrea's just leaving. Batman's just like, all right, well, that's still a, a sore subject. Alfred's like, nobody eats any of my fucking, uh, drinks any of my fucking tea. <laughs> and here, typical 90s, you got your, uh, you got your like, R&B. Like R&B jazz. I missed this. Let me tell you. I miss going to the movies and having music like this play in the credits. Every once in a while, I'll have songs playing like um, Just Another Day by John Cicada. And I'm just like, oh, God damn, I want that to be the thing anymore. Like, I don't know about this specific song, but it's like, the 90s had that feel. 
Sure did. You could go see a movie like the, uh, I don't know, like Rookie of the Year, and a, it would, a song like this would pop up on there. It's just that thing. Like right now, everything is like really, you know, like yeah. Great movie. Great. Still holds up. What hour and a half? Hour fifteen? Great time. I think we we should do a Batman movie a month. I say. Batman is amazing. The movie is 26 years old. Yeah. And it's still, I I mean, I like that more than, what's the last uh, animated one that I had seen in theaters? Uh, God. I don't even know the last one that, I, well, I didn't see this one in theaters, but they did that Teen Titans movie. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, that's a different type of animal. That's supposed to be like a kid's thing and stuff like that, but. I enjoyed yeah, the, the I enjoyed the Stanley so cameo that he did. Yeah, I mean, there's funny parts in that. This isn't even Marvel. I don't care. I love cameos. <laughs> <laughs> but, but imagine, like, you're casting this Batman film, this animated movie. Like, they got Abe Vigoda. Hell yeah. If you're going to do Mobster, you're going to do it right. But, like, you're Abe Vigoda, and you're, like, at this point, I don't know, he died when he was 94, and that was three years ago. So, you're well in your 60s, 70s, and they're like, we're going to have you voice a character in a Batman movie. You're going to be a mobster, and it's going to be all this kind of stuff. And be like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> So, I didn't toss out any plugs during this movie, but... I will throw out a couple right now while we're watching these end credits. It's a beautiful Again, song. if you want us to do more of these things and you don't want this to fall entirely on guest five and you want to pick a different thing or something like that, take advantage of the Patreon. I'm trying to get these up within like a week or two after they're requested or something instead of, I know that like a lot of people with the Patreon, they'll wait until like the payment goes through and all that. So I'm like, nah, I want to, I want to try to get it to people ahead of time. I guess five is loyal. Like, yeah, we know he's good for it. So, you know, you donate something for this next group. We'll try to figure out a time to do that because, uh, you know, you pick your poison. I'm going to give it to you. And And that's the same thing for this mark out moment side of things. If you want something on the wrestling stuff, go there. If you don't have that, type of money you don't have that spare change you want to just donate a buck or something like that then that's greatly appreciated as well or the merchandise shop so you can pick up some t-shirt designs and some other kinds of different little trinkets and everything now right now by the way anybody that you should have your credits are done um just to make sure that you were synced up well at this point it doesn't really matter <laughs> i guess <laughs> if you've already watched the whole movie and you know but you should also be aware of the fact that if you want to support us and you don't have the monetary means to do that, then just doing things like liking this video on YouTube, subscribing on YouTube if you haven't done it already, and ringing that little bell for the notifications, all that stuff's helped out and out quite a bit. Facebook and Twitter, if you follow those, that brings more eyes to the product as well. Same thing for Smart Cat Moments, same thing for everything. Just check the websites, check everything like that. All, all the things that you can do, they're all greatly appreciated. It's so much fun. I want to continue to do these things. It's 
nice to be able to watch an animated Batman movie bullshit for an hour and 15 and just talk about a simpler time and really a more creative time. Yeah, and revisit some great, great movies. Now, if this is the first time that you guys have seen this movie and you were listening to it with us, I don't know what to say. I apologize, for, through the whole thing. I apologize <laughs> for saying the word rape. <laughs> if this is your first time. But I, I was genuinely surprised at how often like, she was just full-on grabbed. You know? Because like, yeah. in today's society, like you're so used to that just being like whoa and bruce just continually did that and i'm just seemed odd but does fit the time period for the show because again it's got that really new york city mobster roaring 20s kind of vibe yeah and it's a classic it makes all the rounds of when people are talking about different batman movies and just reminiscing about that stuff so very very fun to go back and revisit this. I I think that it had been at least 10 years since I've seen this movie. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. I think I haven't binged all of the, I binged all the animated ones in like 2011, 2012. So it's been a good minute. Hmm. Well, that's all my plugs. Anything else you want to toss out there? Uh, you know the deal. A lot of wrestling stuff. I would, <laughs> I would love to do more on this side of things, but Follow me on Twitter at DudeFelice. I'll talk about shows like Mr. Robot. I occasionally binge How I Met Your Mother and continue to talk about that. Uh, Big Bang Theory, which was a good ending for a show. I like all those kinds of things. Again, want to do more of that. More fanboys makes the world go round. I love it. Thank you, Guest 5, for donating to the Patreon and requesting such an awesome movie. And that's going to do us in for the fan tracks. And if you want to see more of anything that's happening on fanboysanonymous.com, just go ahead and check that out. And we will see you next time, everybody. But for now, it's time for us to geek out. (laughs) 